Our text today comes from the book of Joshua, where Joshua has called God's people to return to a place called Sechem. Bill, you might have to correct me on that one later. I didn't take Greek in school. (laughs) Sechem is a special place, not just to Joshua personally, but because this place has been where generations of Joshua's family and ancestors have experienced God in their own time. It's where God appeared to Abraham in Genesis. Abraham built an altar there. So did Abraham's son, Jacob. Joshua himself had built an altar at this place and had the words of Moses' instructions scroll to read to his people and renew the promises from God's to God's people. Joshua asked that his people again come to this place. This place that had meant so much to Abraham and to Jacob and to Joshua, where he read the words of Moses. It reminds them of God's grace and care for them, even through the hard times that they experience. Scholar Dr. Brian Whitfield of Mercer University says, Here, as throughout scripture, the covenant always rests on grace, on what God has already done. The indicative grounds the imperative. God's prior action precedes any human activity. God's prior action precedes any human activity. But Joshua does something different here. He makes his people choose and choose wholeheartedly that they will follow God and not the other gods that their ancestors chose. In choosing to follow Joshua's God, they will be breaking from their family tradition. They might be breaking with the religious convictions of the people who came before them, but Joshua asked them to commit to God. In fact, Joshua asked them not once, but three separate times to commit. The final time he asked for their commitment, he sets a memorial stone to remember this moment, to remember that this promise of his people to follow God. Dr. Whitfield continues, The experiences of the Israelites at Shechem may appear remote from ours. We do not gather by tribes for formal ceremonies. Yet we too are a people of choices, commitments, and covenants. We too must choose a focus that grounds our living. Too often we make that choice by default, without clear intention or reflection, but we make it nonetheless. Joshua's words make that choice explicit, raising it to a level of conscious deliberation. What choices and commitments will shape our identities, our communities, and our destinies? We may choose to center our lives on the power of the past, on family tradition, longing for what once was, or we may choose an identity not based on nostalgia or cultural accommodation, but on the grace of God's liberating love. This liberating love who leads us into a new era of freedom for life and community in a land of promise. And the choice, as Joshua reminds us, is ours. You may or may not know that we also have a covenant as Ridgewood Baptist Church. It's within the Constitution and Bylaws. As Joshua has shown, it's always good and helpful to remember and refresh these promises to God and to one another that have helped to form us as a church body. As a church, our covenant is with one another and with God. 
We follow the call of the Spirit of God wherever it takes us, however it might uniquely shape us, and however it moves. Our covenant as Christians is to love God and to love people. There are some things that our covenant is not as well. Our covenant is not a building. Although a building is an important tool for our ministry, our building changes, the building was empty for 2020. It's been damaged by wind and water. It's held both joyful weddings, packed funerals, but still our promise is not to our building. Our covenant is not to a process. Even though some processes are in our guiding documents, we talk about processes especially in times of growth when we have referenced and revisited them. But our covenant to God and one another does not include a promise to do everything the same way forever and ever. Our promise is to be faithful to God in all seasons, even in challenging ones. Our covenant is not with or to a denomination. If we were another denomination, other than Baptists, like Methodist, Episcopal, Presbyterian, or others, we couldn't necessarily claim this. But as a Baptist democratic body, our unique covenant is that we will be faithful to the gospel while remaining autonomous. So we may commit to one another and commit to God in our particular context and place in this Ridgewood Baptist Church, where no other outside group may coerce our beliefs by political or monetary pressure. Of course, denominations are important as they keep us grounded. They allow us to be part of bigger workings for ministries and to support missionaries. For clergy, they can even provide direct support and friendship. But our promises to be faithful to God do not even tie us to a denomination. Our covenant is a promise that we will remain faithful. As Ridgewood Baptist Church, we will remain faithful. But even when we fail, God offers us grace. A church covenant is a promise that together we will continue to grow and to learn, to adapt and live life together and offer one another grace when we fail to live up to expectations. We will remember the faithfulness of God often, and we will continue when we feel hopeful and hopeless to live with one another in Christian love. Here is how our covenant reads in the Ridgewood Baptist Church Constitution and Bylaws. Since we have committed ourselves to Jesus Christ, and have experienced the acceptance, forgiveness, and redemption of God, we covenant together as members of this church that with God's help through the guiding presence of God's Spirit, we will walk together in Christ's love. We will show loving care for one another and encourage, counsel, and admonish one another. We will assemble faithfully for worship and for fellowship, and we'll pray earnestly for others as well as for ourselves. We will endeavor to bring up those under our care in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We will seek by Christian example and personal effort to win others to Christ and encourage their growth towards Christian maturity. We will share one another's joy and endeavor to bear one another's burdens and sorrows. We will oppose all conduct with the compromises our Christian faith and will uphold high standards of Christian morality. 
we will prove the reality of our conversion by living godly, fruitful lives. We will maintain a faithful ministry of worship, witness, education, fellowship, and service. We will be faithful stewards of our resources and our abilities in sharing the gospel with people of all nations. As a result of this covenant relationship, we will seek earnestly to live for the glory of God who brought us out of darkness and into marvelous light. May God continue to bless this congregation. May God continue to bless one another and the greater community. And may our work continue as we offer thanks to God from whom all blessings flow. Amen.